Good morning, except it's not the morning. How are you all doing? Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Ice My name is Graham Dev. Job baby. How are you guys doing? Happy Monday. Welcome into the stream. Hi. I'll read a bit. Hello, Graham. Just fix Hello. my lights. Just fix my lights because, you know, it's all gone. It's all gone purple. It's all back into multicolored. Let's yeah. go. Uh, how are you all doing? Welcome into the stream. If you're in the stream, please do feel free to let us know that you were with us because we are Ice Cream Uppers and this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so ourselves, we are live right now at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish, ish. It's 3.33. All the threes. We did actually go live at 3.25. If you look at the uh, timestamp in the chat from JMK, appreciate that, dude. Very, very much. It was actually 3.23 if we've been technical, but there you go. Anyway, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, where we are live with the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, and we do say so ourselves. Uh, we are here to bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games, and then we'll give you our thoughts and impressions on all of this news. We then want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're in the stream, please do feel free to get involved in this part that you do, because it's not just about the stream. The live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify, and SoundCloud, and Google Plays. There's lots of places where over... Over seven people have watched and listened to this yeah. podcast on demand. It might even be more than eight, you know. Confirmed. Oh, it is. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Okay, double figures soon. Yeah. Let's go, baby. It's a bit more than that. It's a bit more than that. Tons <laughs> of people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand, so make sure you do get involved on behalf of all those people that do watch and listen later on. Before we jump into the stream, let me remind you that you have one week to throw down a sub on the channel. Just one. Just one. If you want to be entered into next month's loot drop, that is the first Monday of the month we do a giveaway where one subscriber to the channel, whether you're a tier one, a tier two, a tier three, a prime sub or gifted, you will get entered into the giveaway, which will take place next Monday. If you're a sub now and your sub is going to expire before Monday, well, then you'll need to resub because if you're not a sub at three o'clock-ish, I think that's exactly three o'clock on that day, we do the export. And if you're not a sub at three o'clock on Monday, you won't be in the list. You won't have a chance to win prizes. And and everyone else will talk about it in the Discord. And they'll be like, oh my God, look at all these chances <laughs> we've got of winning. And you'll be sat there like, I've got no chances of winning. Ah, nah. And there's only way you can sort it to be a sub. Nice. Nice. But you don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, the benefits are the ad-free viewing uh, and supporting the channel. But, you know, if you want to get a chance at winning a hat, then just that's all you need to do. I say a hat, it might not even be a hat. We haven't decided what it's going to be. Nice. Hey. Nice. So there you go. Anyway, um, as well as that, let me shout out our partners, exclamation mark, Astro. We are wearing Astro headsets. We have had our Astro delivery now. It's sat there in the oh. office, so we will have that on the stream tomorrow when we stream from the studio. Oh! I'm not going to win, but here goes lol. I'm not going to win, but here goes lol. Well, there's the lol. We heard the lol. Thank you very much, David. For 11 months, you're not going to win, you say. Well, your chances are significantly better than they were after the subathon. You have about four times as much chance of winning now than yep. you did after the subathon. Maybe even more than that. It is. It's like six times as much. God damn. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a, it could change a little bit before Monday. But as it is right now, you've got a lot more chance than you did after the subathon. So, you've got to be in it to win it. You had absolutely 0% chance. You've now got a one in seventy-six chance of winning, so that's not that's not bad odds. That's significantly better than the lottery. Let's put it that way, and uh, you know you get ad-free viewing, which the lottery don't give you. God damn. Um, so yeah, shout out to Astro. We are wearing our Astro headsets. We do have an Astro headset in the office that we are going to open up tomorrow. Well, we assume it's an Astro headset. It could be one of the many things uh, from the Logi Play conference last week. There was an Astro headset. There was a literal light beam bar. There was a Logitech G Cloud device, which leads me nicely on to let you know that we are Logitech G 
partners and we are also blue microphone partners as well as being astro partners so they use the code ice cream on all of those websites and you can save save yourself 10 percent on all of their products unless you get him in nacho because fuck that guy trying to buy a literal light beam on the weekend we gave him our code and we made sure it just didn't allow him 10 percent off there is an issue with the codes at the moment (laughs) it seems like the new products don't actually apply the discount so the aurora products and the literal light beam bars it goes yeah we'll take that code and it doesn't actually take anything off whereas if you do it on one of the older products it goes yeah we'll take that code and it takes 10 percent off so sorry nacho we've, we've spoken to logitech they are looking into it they will get back to us nice um okay let me jump back through the chat see you who's here did you have a good weekend babe do you know what graham i actually did i mean i woke up this morning bit of an headache obviously from all the laughing and stuff this weekend um Managed to get got an air fryer, so that's that's good, right? Uh, we've lost Bib. You, you keep talking, I'll bring you back. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I can confirm that I'm definitely here. Um, but yes, I've got myself an air fryer, which is unreal. Like, you use genuinely affiliate code because I swear he's got an affiliate code on air fryers by now. <laughs> the amount of keys I'm talking about them. Exclamation mark yes. Discord if you want to find Tito's uh, very own air fryer channel. He doesn't have one, but he might do <laughs> someday soon. <laughs> um so there's that um i played i played quite a bit of games this weekend not gonna lie so friday we did some pro clubs with the boys in the discord then i played metal hell singer which i couldn't get my head around until i actually synced my audio and my video together very much in the in the ilk of playing guitar hero um you had to collaborate uh, calibrate yeah calibrate the audio calibrate visual yeah, you have to, to sync them two together. <laughs> Still got it wrong. Um, otherwise, when you go to fire your gun to the beat of the music, obviously it fires at a completely different time. So when I managed to do that, managed to get into sync, it was a hell of a good game. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Then uh, played some. Uh, please uh, tell me that was intentional. Yesterday. Metal Hellsinger oh. was a hell of a good game. It clearly wasn't, but oh, let's go. It wasn't. We'll, we'll give it. We'll, we'll... I'm just a walking pun now, Graham. <laughs> funny guy. Let the dad flow through you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, then we played yes. some Battlefield, Battlefield V, not 2042, which 2042 is £10 a game at the moment, which is Don't do it. enticing me. Even, it's even if I know that it's not a good game Don't now, do it. <laughs> £10 for a game like that, that, that is still being worked on and still being patched, could be a, a game for the future. But I'm just kind of in with Battlefield again at the moment. After playing some COD beta stuff, it's way too fast for me, Graham. I can't keep up anymore. I'm a, I've, I've never felt older than playing modern warfare because it's just it's not catered for me anymore it's catered you're right the there babe you're right the, love yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not catered for the tactical the tactical-esque type gameplay that i'm more than accustomed to it's catered to the sliding across the floor for seven or eight feet the dolphin and then dives cancelling tactical and then slide. the dolphin yeah. dives yeah it's not for me that i can't i've not got enough time to learn how to do all of that stuff to for me to make use of learning the metas no i get that I so get that. i mean I, I, I would yeah. want to get used to the speed, but I wouldn't want to get used to the dolphin dives and the tactical slides and stuff like that because yeah. it's, I, I don't like people running a 6X on an, an assault rifle in PUBG. I've only started doing it myself recently, even though I've been like, I should I should get used to that because that's the meta because it just it's not realistic and, and PUBG is about realism. So when you've got like dolphin dives and tactical slides and stuff within that as yeah. well, I'm like, ugh. So that's the bit that puts me off. But I still would not. Even even Smithy says it's got better, so it could be bargain of the year. Talking about twenty forty two, not for me, not for me. I mean, the only the only 
No Man's Sky sort of story that EA have had was Star Wars, and that was because they were beholden to Disney. They had to Mm -hmm. do something for Disney there because they had Star Wars games in the future pipeline with Jedi Fallen Order and whatever the new one's called. I can't remember what that one's called. Um, And potential other Star Wars games as well, plus potential Marvel games, which we now know with Iron Man Mm -hmm. being released by EA Motive or announced by EA Motive. So that's the only game they've turned around. I think by the time... like. It took them two years to get to the Star Wars Celebration Edition before the game got good. In two years' yeah. time, we will have another Battlefield, so I don't think they will Reckon? fix it for this game. Yeah. I, 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 I think all plans for a new Battlefield have been put aside because of how bad this was. I'd, you can't start working on a new one before they fix this one, and it, it, unless they sunset it and don't come back to it well, that's what for the longest they'll do. time. I think, I think, yeah, I think the, the opposite. I think the plans that they had for this game like cyberpunk they've gone well this game's shit let's only do one <laughs> bit of dlc for it and then we'll move on to the witcher instead um i mm. think that's what they've probably gone yeah battlefield 2042 which has got the portal which has got the battlefield bad company two elements in it and look at all this cool stuff you can jump out of jets and jump back in it. all this really cool stuff from our history and then shit all over it they've probably gone well that's this mm. reputation damaged so let's just leave that and i think what will happen is they won't have some stupid number on it, like 2042. They will just go back to, like, basics. We'll just have the battlefield or one of those yeah. moments where they just go back to be- beginning and they just bring you the good game. And and I think that's what they're going to do. They've tried. They've said so many times that they tried, uh, in official me- uh, interviews as well, where, where they've said, like, we tried to, to, to capture something new when we strayed too far away from what battlefield is. And that's the reason it will never get me back because it's not a battlefield game. As good as it, as good as the gunplay and stuff might be, there was no real end game to it, and you can't really add in end game afterwards. And EA have already shown that with the likes of Anthem, fuck it, let's just kill Anthem, and when no one's looking, <laughs> we'll transform it into a new Iron Man game. Jobs are good, and <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what they'll do. They realise they've got some good stuff in this game, but at its core, it's broken. Um, so they'll rather than patching all the outside, they'll just take the out uh, the 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 core. Uh, no, rather than patching the core and, and and whatever, they'll just take all the outside bits and put on a new core for the next bit. I reckon yeah. that's my that's my two cents. Um, so for ten pound is it worth the, is it worth the risk? Because there was Jack the office was like, I paid seventy pound for this when it came out, and it's a bag of shit, and it's infinitely better than what it is now. Uh, it's infinitely better now than it was back Stay then. Frosty, yeah. Is it is ten pound worth the experience? That even if you play it for ten hours, is it worth the experience? Possibly, but for me, no. I, I that will be ten pound that I lose because I have shooters that I'm happy with, and I I I don't want to spend any money on another shooter that will be. Oh, that I'm happy with that again because I can, I can jump in to Fortnite or I can jump into Warzone or I can carry on playing PUBG or if I really want that COD fix I can fucking load up Modern Warfare Remastered and know that I love the shit out of that sort of stuff so if I'm going to go into um, something just for the for the sake of it that's going to be okay unless it's great if it's decent and, and they, f- they fix some of their issues that's not good enough for me even if it's only 10 quid I, 10 quid is is time spent and money spent no money spent to take my time away from other games which don't get enough of my time anyway so nah curiosity is it gets too much of me though like i need to know like there's certain things where i've got the opportunity to be able to test it out the curiosity gets the better of me and i feel like i i, I do need to put like even if it's just to say wow that is a terrible game it always <laughs> ends up baiting me in 
and I don't know why. It's like it's because people keep on saying how much of a bad game it is, and then I think it can't be that bad, and then I play it and go, wow, it is actually that bad. But the curiosity always brings me back to be able to do it. And I mean, there's people like that in the video game universe that we need people like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm going to be the savior of the video game empire. However, I will definitely be the fall guy. <laughs> See, I'll definitely be the person that needs to test these games for everybody else's benefit. I think I'm also like my time is limited. I've got I've got people that deserve my time like my family and stuff so i wouldn't want to throw my time into something that's questionable um mm -hmm. and also shooters more than any other game that not even that's that's not really that's not really fair because this applies to sports games as we, we were talking about clubs before we went live uh shooters i'll, I'll keep with the sentence for the, for the sake of it but you know what i'm saying now shooters as much as any other game um for me, re relies on social elements. Because if I'm just going into a shooter, it's just not the same as playing it with your mates and having a laugh and hitting someone with that great nade. Just, it's 10 times as good if someone else sees it and laughs down the headset. Uh, oh my God! Yeah. Or Nietzsche's fucking bolty that he got off that guy jumping off the roof. If anyone hasn't watched that, by the way, uh, twitter.com forward slash Nietzsche123. Check the headshot out that he posted on Saturday's game. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of Nietzsche, that does give me an opportunity to jump back into the happenings that's ongoing now. We are two minutes away from a hype train. A boost train? Oh, okay. That's the first time we would have had one of these. I didn't even realise we were in the boost game trial. Nice. Okay, That's well, nice. there you go. We're we're on for a boost. <laughs> be yeah, big boost day. Because Lumps has gifted a sub to MetaQuester. Shout out to MetaQuester who joined the stream after we got raided by uh, fellow podcast homies last week. Uh, and Nietzsche has just gifted a sub to 12head after he's showed him he's come to bed with. We are not on for a hype train. We're on for a boost train. If anyone doesn't know what this is, it's a new it's a new function that Twist, uh, Twist Twitch is testing even. Um, so if you get a hype train going now, rather than just getting hypes and stuff in your chat, it puts us on the front page so more people can see the stream. I, I didn't know we were in this. I didn't... I didn't know that it was... Uh, I don't know whether, if that's just because we're partners, we've been opted in, or if they're trying it wider now, or what, I don't know. But it's the first time I've seen it. I didn't even know we were eligible for Boost Trains. So, yeah, there you go. Nice! We're also up to 79 out of 80 gifted subs, so we're almost hitting target two. Let's go, babies! Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Oh, actually, do you know what? On that bombshell, let me open up my... Uh, where's my... I need my other browser. I've probably got my sub to drop. I might even be able to start the Boost Train. Mine's the 5th of October. Oh, mine will be the same then. No. Because I, I think I did mine the same time as you last month. Mm -hmm. 5th of October, mind me news. Oh. My name is Optimus Prime. Yay! <laughs> Let's go! Mine was sat there. Nice. <laughs> uh, thank you to me for the sub. To me. You welcome me. Uh, enjoy me. I will me. Cheers me. Thank you, nice. you. So there we go. We've we've started a boost train. We are ninety four percent of level one. Uh, don't actually really know what that does. <laughs> we've never seen it. <laughs> we didn't even know it. We might be somewhere like more front pagey stuff. I don't know how it works. So yeah, only I think it only oh, only lasts whilst it's on. So there you go. Have you tested the A thirties yet? Tasty price tag. I haven't yet. Uh, I'm hoping that's what's in our box that we've had from Lodge. I don't know for certain. But it's sat there in the office waiting for us. So if that is what that is, we will open them up, show them off on stream tomorrow, and then I'll probably not. I'll probably not do any testing while I'm in the office tomorrow. But I'll probably take a moment, do some testing on Wednesday evening with PUBG, like I did with the uh, A10s and and stuff behind me. It's got it's got a long long hill to climb though, because A10s one game one win. A30s. Stay frosty, yeah. Nietzsche. 
for God's sake. Gifted out five gifted subs, mate. What are you doing, mate? Yeah, mate. Cool you and code red. your money away. I, I literally, I've already called him Giftio123 this morning because he did the same thing <laughs> in, in Nacho's stream. I was, I, I, I opened up the stream, uh, full spoilers. I was, like I often am when I'm watching people streams through the word day, it was in the shower. Yeah, nice. It was for, uh, like earlier on, well, it was lunchtime. Just had my dinner kind of thing. I was like, I need to go in. I've got two calls kind of stuff. Let's get a shower quickly. So I jumped in, put the shower on, opened up the stream. Nietzsche's throwing down gifted subs. So I was like, wet shower fingers, giftier, one, two, three. And here we are. Here we are. Nice. Uh, Legend. I was on an unattractive number. Also, you've done yourself dirty because you've just gifted five subs then, Nietzsche, and you didn't get your I got five on it shout out. So. Paldy Rim Job. Have you seen that video? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one where where she offered like, like... the rum kind of thing, eh? Is it... Yeah, she's on the, she's on the sofa. <laughs> this, I don't know where this is going. Um, <laughs> but on the news, he goes, I thought you said rem. <laughs> she's just like, um, a bit flustered. <laughs> He's just pissing himself. <laughs> I love him, me. Like, his music, 100%, it, well, it's not really my type of music, all that. It's, it's fa- I mean, his new song's really, really good, but as a, he is just a fucking banter guy. I absolutely love him. He He's is so, so funny. funny. He is, yeah. Absolute, absolute. Do you know what? On that bombshell, I'm going to scroll back and catch up with everything so we can jump into stuff. Uh, Smith there. Welcome in. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm, I've just seen something. I know, but Oxygen Tank needed a sub, so I couldn't do five and ensure he got one. <laughs> oxygen, uh, yeah. oxygen Tank Head. <laughs> 12 Head. I wouldn't take that shit, even though he's just gifted you a sub. Lumps. Good morning, Lumps. Uh, thank you for kicking things off by dropping a sub on, on MetaQuest. I appreciate it, dude. How was your weekend? Uh, Smith there. There we go. 99 red cornettos. Nice. No, no, no. It's a <laughs> Afternoon. Any Xbox on here after a pad? They're currently 39.99 on Amazon. 15 pounds off. Other retailers are available. Not a spawn. Nice. <laughs> Not a spin. Nice. Like the jumper. Oh, this was um. It's because it was freezing yesterday. Uh, so got the jumpers out and I, and because I only wore it for a couple of hours yesterday. I'm like, I'm not putting that in the wash. I've only had it on a couple of hours. So I put it on today so that I can give myself the excuse to put it in the wash. So there you go. Uh, want? What, my jumper? Nice. <laughs> also, hello from New Zealand. I'll read from New Zealand. How are we all doing? Is anyone else travelling to New Zealand today? If anyone doesn't get that reference, then just go to Twitter and search for New Zealand Fever 23. You'll... Yeah, nice. Um, although I will shit on that for just a second. Um, that is something that's existed in video games for a long, long time. All of a sudden, newspapers like, I don't know if it's the Mirror or something, some shit, I just figured out that this is a thing. So they were calling it the FIFA 23 New Zealand hack or the New Zealand glitch or whatever. It's like, it's not... 23 and it's not just <laughs> yeah. fifa fuck you do your research we've been man. doing that for years yeah exactly it, like any game god damn um nacho we'll saw him out uh, welcome to the club baby one of us one of us that's uh tito talking about air fryers good after morning ish gents good after morning gagad welcome in hello motherfuckers 12 ed i'll read it's got better so that could be bargain of the year still not buying it uh, it might be worth playing in 2042 still not buying it um, he's a dad now. Yeah, I know you can tell. You could tell the jokes just flow through him. Uh, it's a hell of a game. <laughs> Talking about Helsing, it didn't even know. He didn't even know. Uh, how did is that wave you saying you want one? Did it? Uh, oh, that's my come to bed wave. There we go. We caught up now. Uh, or wetting yourself as Iron Man while narrating as Morgan Freeman. Yeah, exactly. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ghost Train recommends the stream to new viewers, a discoverability feature. Yeah, I know that. I just didn't know, like, how. But Gaggad did say we're on the Twitch front page now. Nice. So that's nice. If you're watching nice. this on the Twitch front page, hey, we're just about to start talking about video game news. So jump in, grab yourself a brew, settle down. We will go through five, I think, stories, starting with, and we've just been talking about shooters, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. The beta has been out this weekend. I think it's just about wrapping up. I think it's maybe even 6 p.m. I can't remember what time exactly. It might say in the article. But it's not been problem-free. Uh, there has been a lot of cheating already in an open beta. Yikes! Uh, after that, we'll go from one shooter to another. Stalker 2 reportedly won't be releasing this year. That's a story that we were going to talk about last week, and we've dragged forward to this week. We will then jump onto a story that I've got the wrong article for. It's a GTA 6 hacking article. I didn't I didn't actually open up the link. We had something incorrectly linked, but there we go. I've got it there now. GTA 6 hack. UK police confirmed they've charged a teenager with the, uh, the breach. A YouTuber gets their hands on a PS5 dev, uh, dev kit and offers an in-depth look. And a popular YouTuber, Dunkey, uh, not, not Donkey, not Donkey Donuts either, but Dunkey, there you go, is launching their own game publisher. Nice. That's all the news. Stick around. Um, <laughs> just seen Kapali Rim job in the chat again. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, da, da. Right beside tiny strappy bikini squats, I might be lurking for a bit. Ooh. Ooh. Gaga's doing some bikini squats. Let's go. Absolutely. It's just, it's just taking his uh, Great North, uh, his hat, his ICU hat and a Great North run. So I want to see the ICU hat. Well, maybe I don't want to see it, or maybe I do want to see it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you know, just said, can I buy Gaga's underwear afterwards? I mean, oh, okay. that, that's Tito, isn't it? I mean, it's just applying for a mortgage now. And if it doesn't go through, it's purely for his underwear fetish. That's it. That's it. He spends well too much in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got Nietzsche, subs, gifties, Tito, undercrackers. Let's go. Uh, I was going to say you're on Twitch front page, but I realized that's because I, uh, I'm sub to you. Exactly. There you go. Nice. A population of 5 million currently has 10 million play FIFA. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll jump in. The, jump into the news then. So, talking about Modern Warfare Two, a game that, well, let's face it, we're all gonna we're all gonna try it probably at some point, right? Maybe, possibly, possibly not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 jump into the article anyway. Even if you are going to try it, be warned. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's beta are already beset by cheaters. This is written by Wesleyan Paul at Eurogamer, and the tagline says, "And yes, console players are once again turning off crossplay to avoid." PC cheaters. Do you know what? At least Activision didn't announce this mega money, big like billion dollar project to have a standalone anti-cheat system last year. Oh, wait, that's exactly what the... Oh, oh okay. Okay, jump, jumping into the story. It's weekend two of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta, which is obviously just wrapping up. And now PC, PlayStation and Xbox players are all getting stuck in. Cheaters have entered the battlefield. And in response, console players are disabling crossplay in a bid to avoid matching up with those on PC. The platform believed to have the most trouble with hackers. Um, if it sounds like you've read this, this, uh, this story before, it's because the same thing happened with the beta for last year's Call of Duty Vanguard and 2020's Black Ops Cold War. Uh, as you can see from the clip posted to Twitter by Modern Warfare 2 Beta Plug, uh, cheaters are using wall hacks to spot enemies before they should and aimbots to ensure that they never miss. Clips of Modern Warfare 2 cheaters are also flooding the likes of TikTok and pointing users to where they can buy hacks. Fucking assholes. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna share shit for like awareness of look at the state of this, but pointing towards that where you can buy them, you might as well cheat yourself. 
get out, get out. Anyway, all this, even before Modern Warfare 2's official launch, and despite Activision's much hyped Ricochet and Itchy Software, the problem is significant enough that Modern Warfare 2 developer Infinity Ward took to social media to promise action. Uh, I'll read the tweets. There may be some uh, repetition in the article because I've not checked this yet. But at Infinity Ward, September 24th, 2022, so just two days ago, said, heading into Modern Warfare 2 beta weekend, two day beta weekend 2, day 3, here are a couple of updates from us. And then the first response tweet to that is, tomorrow we'll begin taking live action against cheaters and hackers in beta matches. Um, which is, you already know is too late. When you're on, uh, like, day three of your beta weekend and they're taking live action against cheaters, they're just going to ban people that are cheating at that moment in time. It's already out there. It's just like sticking pastas rather than cures. So hacking in Modern Warfare 2 is now particularly problematic for Infinity Ward and Activision, given how loudly it has trumpeted the Ricochet anti-cheat software. Ricochet, introduced for Battle Royale Warzone and Vanguard, features new server-side tools which monitor uh, analytics to identify cheating. Activision also released Ricochet's PC kernel-level anti-cheat security driver for both games. Less than two weeks ago, Activision insisted it had upgraded and improved Ricochet for both Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2.0. Quote, combining a year of updates from Team Ricochet with new features and mitigations to protect the game, end quote. Of course, no anti-cheat is perfect. There is no single solution or policy to, uh, to cheating, but Activision, which has faced a significant reputational issue over cheating ever since Warzone exploded in 2020, will be desperate to prevent the same thing happening all over again with Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2.0. If you're interested in playing COD Modern Warfare 2 legitimately and looking for help with specific uh, weapons during the beta, well, they've got some articles that you can link off to if you wanted to use the M16 or the M4. Nice. GG's Wesley and Pool, team at Eurogamer. Bib. Yes. Obviously, you've got a lot of experience. You've bought all of the hacks and the cheats. All of them. And stuff. Oh, yeah, there's none left. Um, <laughs> you've bought them all. They're all mine. Sorry, mate. It's a surprise. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Bib. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the video that's embedded in that, obviously, you shown on the screen there gonna sound really wrong but it is impressive software in it like to be able to run it on any of the games Whoa. Whoa. any of the call of duty games and it makes them look like stick men so you can see them through walls the the technology is impressive however wankers like genuinely like, what a shit thing to have to ruin it for everybody else during a beta i mean there's only one reason why you're using that and it's because you're shit without it in yeah. my opinion you can't, you, you can't, like, I know I'm shit at Call of Duty. We've spoken many times in this podcast about how shit I am and how old I am and my reflexes aren't what they used to be and I just, I can't keep up with metas anymore. But this is taking it to the extreme. This is, you cannot take losing. Like, you getting on that battlefield, again, talk about Call of Duty, yeah. <laughs> you can't, battlefield. you can't stand coming towards the bottom of the of the leaderboard and having software like this that runs alongside it I, like you say, the anti-cheat system that's been put in there that they spent millions on and they boasted about having some of the best anti-cheat systems in place and then during the open beta, I mean, with it being an open beta, anyone's able to get in there and play and, and use it. It's not as if... It's going to happen when the game eventually comes out. The same problems are going to arise, but obviously there's going to be an influx of new people coming in and playing this and there's going to be millions of people playing it. So it's open to anyone to be able to jump in and use whatever hacks they have available to them. But like this should be, unless it's a trapdoor, 
which is what I'm hoping it is. And we've I think we mentioned this for the last game that came out. Hopefully it's a trapdoor. We'll we'll leave this open beta open and we'll kind of hinder the experience for everyone by having all of the the hackers and cheaters come in because when the game comes out, we now have all of that information at our disposal to try and counterattack. I don't believe that that is the case. I hope that that is something that they would have in the background so they can learn and try to prevent this from happening when the full game comes out. With it being an open beta, people aren't really taking it that seriously, apart from the hackers and cheaters who are taking it super seriously, even though that, that their accounts are just going to get wiped uh, before the new game comes out. I find I find it hard to believe that people do this as that the, 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 they can't not lose, do you know what I mean? This is their full-time commitment to try and be good at Call of Duty until... Like there's people who end up going to events that have been cheated their way to events and then they get on the main stage and then they just embarrass themselves. Like, yeah. <clears throat> know that these these aren't the people who are trying to do that. They're just trying to show their name on a leaderboard and then tweet about it and then it'll get exposed later down the line anyway. Or they're just doing it just to piss other people off. Because they're shit stains. Yeah, again, that's another thing that people get the kicks out of. But yeah, I was going to say, who am I to judge? And I'm here to judge when it comes down to cheating. Absolutely. Yeah. No time for this. No time for this at all. And the thing is, is like this, this comments in the chat, like, uh, what happens when two cheaters, uh, two hackers cross paths in a game? And the phony asteroid said, didn't they create cheater-only lobbies in Warzone? They did. Uh, they made it so that cheaters only got paid against other cheaters, but didn't know about it. So they were just playing against other people, expecting to go in shitting all over the lobby. And then the other people were equally shitting on them as well, thinking, what the fuck? How's he seeing me? Uh, and then realizing, ah, uh, shadow ban. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, okay, which is wonderful. Love that shit. But uh, the thing is, though, like these 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 cheats aren't those sort of cheats where uh, cheaters are unplayable. So they don't even need to come across other cheaters. They just need to come across other good players, um, and that's what that's what urges them to buy bigger and more expensive and better air quotes cheats uh, because I've I've mentioned it uh, in the past. There's there's a PUBG guy called Tiggleton, probably the best PC. PUBG player there is um and he always gets stream sniped by cheaters not always often um and there's there's a few different cheats like if you've got anything like an invincibility cheat then the game knows that you're taking 500 damage where you're you sure going to be taking a maximum of two uh like 100 damage is enough to put you down kind of thing um at like two 250 on on a fortnite or whatever when you've got all of your top shields but on uh, something like PUBG, 100 damage to your health is enough for you to be dead. So if you've got an uh, infinite health cheat and someone's taking 500, they will see that on the server and then boom, you get squashed. Nice. Okay. So they have other cheats that are the more subtle ones. Like in Call of Duty, you can do wall hacks where you can you can shoot through walls on Call of Duty. You can't do that on PUBG. Not not on most surfaces. Instead, what they do is they they have the ability to walk through walls so you could be stood in a building with your back to a corner knowing that you've got two entrances in front of you you kind of got both of them covered um and then someone just walks through the wall like a ghost behind you and just goes brah and you get shit on fuck's sake i've seen like cheaters teleport in the wall and then fucking they still make footstep noises so then the streamer just kind of like spins on a fucking dime and shoots the fuck out of them and gets them dropped that for me is the best thing in the world watching someone cheat and then lose it's like ah, how bad are you i mean you were bad enough to have to buy these cheats and they still can't save you god even on your best day you're still shit yeah so i mean I do feel for Call of Duty. I always, I always instantly get negative 
with this because I'm thinking, fix it, fix it, which is I know is a stupidly simplified way of looking at it. The game is so complex. They can't change their entire system from one year to the next because that wouldn't allow for any real form of development, any form of evolution in the video game. So a lot of their core systems uh, will be similar to previous years. Mm -hmm. So hackers are already at an advantage. They already know what half of their armory is. They just have to figure out what their new weapons are at the top and figure out how to work their way around them. So I always feel for the likes of Call of Duty because their game is so successful that it has the eyes of the shithouses. And the shithouses are already <laughs> at an advantage because they have the numbers and resources. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter to hackers if they release a half-broken hack. Um, but it matters to Activision if they release a half-broken game. So the hackers will just go, okay, version 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, 12, 72 in one. Boom. Fuck it. Try, try those and see how you get on. Whereas Activision got, okay, we have to gear up for version 1.0 because it needs to get verified by PlayStation. It needs to get verified by Xbox. It needs to get verified by Steam to make sure there's no security risks and this and the other. And then we'll roll it out. And by the time it's rolled out, it's already hacked. So they're already having to work and doing the same thing with the next stuff, but gathering intel at the same time. So I'd, I'd love to... When I sit and think about it, I'd love to criticise the likes of Activision for just make a game without the cheats. It's not that simple. Yeah. It's just not that simple. It's just... I just hope that we get to a point where they can just squash them super fast, super quickly, and these people can get to fuck. If not, I will continue playing. If I play Cod and Warzone, I'll continue playing it on, on console. Uh, or I'll just play PUBG. Yay! On console as well. Let's go, baby! <laughs> okay, let me jump back up. Uh, where did we get to? I was... And I've done that one. I've done that one too. Uh, oh, we got back to Gagad's uh, tiny strappy bikini squats. Nice. Uh, it's been full of hacks. Who has to be that poo to, ch uh, to cheat on a beta? Smith, eh? Some people are just inferior when it comes to that. Mechanically and mentally. T to imagine cheating and still taking the benefit, like the warm feeling of victory inside, thinking, look what I've just done. I can't even... I can't 6x spray with an M4 on PUBG because I feel like I'm cheating. I don't use the, the UMP very often because I feel like I'm cheating because those just feel unbalanced. Um, so I often use things that are perfectly legal in the game because I just don't feel it sits right for me. Uh, so actually going out and cheating, like... Uh, uh, um, that said, I'm still using the MP9, which is definitely a cheat, and I'm still using the uh, <laughs> the, the blue chip detector, which is definitely a cheat as well. So, yeah, it's what the it Cronus. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we do we do play with Lotus and just let him just shit out some people. Did you see? Did you see that clip that Nietzsche posted the other day? Which one? The one. Uh, I there was a in Ripton, which is the big skyscraper building where you can jump off it and redeploy parachutes. Someone goes running and jumps off a ledge and Nietzsche just canines him in the head as he's jumped off, like falling through the air. Boom, instant death. Like there's no re no respawn in squads game because you're that high. The game just goes, well, you're fucking dead and it just kills you straight away even though you've got teammates around. <laughs> well, goodbye. Uh, but then in response That's to amazing. that, he posted a clip of, of Lotus popping off. Uh, we... we we're dicking around, as we always do. All four of us in a police car, driving up the road. There's a bridge in front of us. And we were like, well, we're clearly going to do that jump, aren't we? So I turned the car back down to head down towards the zone, like to the blue kind of thing, because we wanted to spin around and come back up and fly off this bridge. Probably bought the car, lose our vehicle, end up running. But as we turned around and went running back down the road, like 
team shoots at us. Lotus gets shot out of the car, knocked. Uh, I managed to get the res on Lotus, but whilst that's happening, Nietzsche gets knocked, and then Beans gets knocked. I get Lotus up, and then I get knocked. So there's just Lotus left, who's healing, gets himself back up to 75 HP, and shits on the entire team. <laughs> Fucking just, just one, Dina. two, three, four. Get out. Fuck that's it. mega. Yeah, absolute dirtbags. Oh. So yeah, we, we, we play with a hacker. Nice. Excellent smart Lotus. If you don't know who he is, feel free to check him out. Nice. Um uh, I've actually been enjoying the bit. I played uh, a, dom- a domination and finished 32 kills, 11 captures, and still lost 85 to 200. Play the objective. It's not about the kills of the game. <laughs> uh, hurricane is a hell of a weapon. What, Harry Kane? He's good, he's good lad. Good lad. Truth for put, yeah. You just got cat. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, what? Eh? What? What have I done now? I don't. I don't remember. A while has passed since we said that, so we'll just move on. Uh, according to TikTok, Nadia has been that poo. I don't know who Nadia is. Sick of her. I don't care. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they had some clever ideas in Warzone. Made non-cheaters invisible to cheaters. Uh, they should remove the player's weapons if they detect cheats. Have fun with that. Oh, I imagine. Just running along. And every time you go to pull the fig, you just hear it, like the dead man's click. It's like, what the uh, fuck? That would be amazing. My, my mag's full. Or, or you pull the trigger and you just see your buttons fall out the bottom. Uh, your bullets fall out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> just hearing the... Yes. Of them falling on the floor. Yes, please. Um... We all know who he means there. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I genuinely don't know what's happening there. Uh, don't get the whole cheating thing. I would rather just be shit. Same for me. That's that's because you are an actual decent normal person. I think that's 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 the uh, the issue there is we don't understand. I killed Mister Barky again last night as well. Ah, oh, Barky and George. Do, 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 do. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Has he messaged you yet? I bet he's absolutely sent you all the nastiness. Um. That Lotus on steroids clip is insane. Both of them. Both of them. What what stream? I mean, I did feck all, but those guys got loads of content for me. Let's go. That's that's the reason I let them play. It's not it's not about, you know, playing with your friends. It's the fact that they can bring me the players. Because I don't I don't cheat. I just bring in people to play for me. They are my cheats. That's what it is. <laughs> saves saves you cash. Rather than spending all that money on cheats, just bring in each and lotus. Let's go. Okay, next up. One for Bib. Not going too far away. We're sticking with shooter games. Uh well, I said not too far away. It turns out it might actually be a little bit further than we expected. <laughs> Vlad Mazanko at The Gamer has this one. Stalker 2 reportedly won't release until 2024 at the earliest. Sources describe the current state of the game as, uh, quote, permanent repair. Ooh. So Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, reportedly won't arrive until at least 2024, according to sources related to its development. Some say GSC Game World might consider launching the shooter in early access to gradually fill the world with more content. Uh, the information comes from Vitaly Kazanov, edit- uh, editor-in-chief of the Russian site IXBT Games, who uh, claimed to have spoken with the current and former workers at GSC. In his words, Stalker 2 is facing major, uh, major issues since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, including staff turnover and ineffective management. In February, development was put on hold for several months due to the studio relocating its works to, uh, workers to Chechia? Che- 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 I don't even know how to say that. Okay, that place, C-Z-E-C-H-I-A. Nice. Uh, my, my brain was like Chechnya, but that's clearly not Chechnya. It's a completely different thing. Anyway, that place. Uh, during that period, uh, many key developers have left the studio as they were able, uh, unable to continue their work. 
some uh, sources describe the current state of the project as a permanent repair. Many aspects of the game, including almost finished locations, are being constantly reworked or even started from scratch as newcomers bring their own vision of how Stalker 2 should look. As of 2022, there was still no clear vision for many features, which is why the core staff leaving was a big problem. According to Kazunov, Stalker 2 is nowhere near the stage where you can beat the game from start to finish, and the studio has just finished the first chapter. That's why the reporter believes releasing the title via early access could be a logical move for GSC. In this case, the studio can satisfy its fans and allow them to shape the future of Stalker 2. All things considered, Kazunov thinks that even 2024 is a very optimistic window for Stalker 2's full launch. 2024 being very optimistic could be later than that then and you probably should expect the game during 2024 2025 he added that stalker 2's original launch date of april 2022 was impossible comparing the current state of the game with cyberpunk 2077 at the time when cdpr first announced its unrealistic april 2020 launch date okay we'll stop there we'll stop there let's just say more of the same stalker 2 is in a very bad way sadly um also being russian based that's not uh, an ideal situation for any developer having your country raging war on another country. Uh, country. Bib, thoughts? Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, as soon as the as soon as I started posting that, there was going to have to flee where there was currently located to somewhere somewhere else. The staff drop off would have been significant, I think, with that because some people will probably want to stay, some people won't want to move, uh, and then people probably will just think, Do you know what, game development it's not my priority at the moment i need to do something else so i imagine they've probably lost like again this is just a number being plucked out of my ass but from relocation standpoint i reckon like 60 percent of the, the the workforce probably didn't move with them therefore you have to try and bring new staff in get them up to speed with whatever it is that you're doing as well as uh coming go uh, be you, you're almost certainly against everything in terms of time development um you probably wasn't able to bring all of your latest tech with you as well um <clears throat> so there was up against it to say the least so at that point circumstances yeah this is probably the right thing i mean another two years from something that should have been brought out this year i do feel like that's excessive but i do put my faith in them to create a, a very 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 good product so any delay in video games would be welcomed um, especially under the circumstances in which they've had to delay the game it's not just delaying the game for that beautiful word of polish just for the uh, which i do genuinely think they just a lot of places end up buying time with the word polish because you add <coughs> that word to anything and people think that it's going to be the best game ever when it comes out it's going to look the best Whereas polish for me is just an all-encompassing word for we're not happy with it. We've got some tweaks to make. I think it's one of those top line. They don't really want you to know everything that they need to do because if they was to release it or they was to able to tell you exactly what it is that they need to tweak, I feel like you'd be going, oh, this game isn't going to be that good when it gets launched because they have to redesign some of the levels or your character keeps on falling through the floor or your gun doesn't work properly or See, you I... know what I mean? So they're not, they're not going to tell you that. They're just going to say they need to add polish. I feel like it's bigger than polish, though. Like listening through that, the fact that they've they've got some levels that were, I'll say levels. I can't remember the word. We'll just go with levels anyway. The first level mm -hmm. um, is to the, to the point where 
it was almost finished, but then people, new people have started the team because all the people of the team have left and new people have got a new vision, which then goes back and goes through and changes that. Um, I never liked the sound of that because Stalker 2 was a vision, a vision that was mapped out, planned, and then started to be created. And then someone comes comes in and goes, actually, uh, yeah, I see how, you, how you're vi- envisioning the vision, but that's not how my vision of the vision is being visioned. Mm. So I want to revision the vision with what I've envisioned. And it's like, for fuck's sake, okay. It's same, <laughs> same, same, but different. And then someone else is doing it. And the fact that there's some parts of it haven't been built at all, and they'll probably go, okay, I, I really want to rework that bit that the previous guy did, but it's going to take a chunk of time. So we'll keep that bit in. And then that's when you get things that jar and don't quite sit together. And then the other bit, which is 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 either going to be the saving grace or the nail in the coffin, is the bit where they've gone, oh, do you know what? We should probably recommend that this company releases Stalker 2 as early access so the community get to develop the game as they go, which is, which is great and buzzwordy if you have a vision. If you've got something yeah. you're going to commit to, the community can help you build that. But games that go, okay, here's our vision and throw it out, and then the community go, ah, I don't like that. They go, okay, let's change our entire vision. And then they change it all again in in the first patch, and it's like, okay, well, now this is broken in different ways, and the stuff that you've got planned to follow doesn't quite sit in that. So they're reimagining their vision as they go, which then means that from a month-to-month basis, things are kind of okay. But then when you look at the bigger picture, you're just like fucking some staggered mess that just goes all over the place and then it just doesn't really make any sense. So that's where I'm hoping they do actually have the long-term vision. The fact that they are reworking stuff is because it wasn't good enough. Uh, Not just because other people have come in and gone, okay, well, I'm new to this. Didn't like the notes that I'm copying off, so I'm going to rewrite all those notes. I'm going to do that research again and stuff. Hopefully it's, it's too smooth out uh, mm-hmm. peaks and troughs in quality in the game um, rather than just just different flair because if you've got different it's like when you watch some TV series get like executive producers in for certain episodes or a, a new director for this episode or whatever um, most of the time they keep them within the line doesn't matter if it's M. Night Shyamalan or fucking a, a Warner Brothers Disney uh, cartoony crossover kind of thing it doesn't matter uh, there you've got to keep it in the same level and if, if they've got yeah. these these developers in there doing different things, and but they keep it on track for what Stalker 2 is going to be, that's nice. It just sounds like there's so much going on. Relocating the studio, losing, we assume, 60% of their team, having new people coming in. The game's not quite finished yet. It just sounds like we're heading towards a patchwork quilt of a video yeah. game rather than a slick duvet. <laughs> I, I don't believe a game like this would even work in early access though like fair enough you'll be able to play it and you'll be able to enjoy it for what it is but an early access game for me is a game that has replayability and i'm not saying stalker never has i mean i played through it many times before but i want to experience it at its best the first time round, which is essentially why i'm waiting so long to play cyberpunk yeah i want it to be an experience and i don't want an early access game where i'm not like, i understand from their standpoint they want to, if they wanted to release it in early access that therefore has a long period of time where they can try to take a lot more a lot of money to, uh, from people who want to play this game day one might not be satisfied with the product that they're getting but that's off the basis that whatever it is that they're playing they're going to get some feedback as to what they can improve i understand how early access works i understand for some games and models that works for them 
I don't believe a game like Stalker, though, is that kind of game. Things like MMOs are perfect for that type of thing. For some RPG games that has replayability, I believe that might be the case. But for me, a Stalker game, I want to experience at its absolute best at the earliest possibility that I can do. So if I have to wait another two years for that to come round, so be it. Because in two years' time, I'm going to be able to play a game that I have looked forward to playing for like the last 10 years. So for me, take all the time that you need to be able to try and make this game a, a, critical, a, a commercial success because I do believe that this game will be um, a critical success as well. I'm happy to wait. I just get everything in order first. Make sure that your house is in order. Um, you've got the right team that's delivering the vision that whoever it is is vision in the first place. That all, that all matches because otherwise the video game community cannot be nice <laughs> a lot of the time. So they will let you know if they're not happy with the products that you're shipping out. I wonder how much the Russia invasion of Ukraine, the Russia, uh, Russian well, let's, uh, war in Ukraine, let's use what it really is in terms of words. Uh, I wonder how much that is impacting this because this is, this is a team that was based mm. in Russia. Through no fault of their own, their country has decided to rage war. And they have decided to move. And I just had a Google then. The, the word that I couldn't tell, Chechia, Czechia, C-Z-E-C-H-I-A, is apparently another way of saying Czech Republic. So they've left Russia and relocated to the Czech Republic. Is that, is so is Czechia, Czechia, is that like Germany calls Germany Deutschland? Is that the Czech Republic word for Czech Republic? Is that what it is? Anyway, whatever. They've moved to Czech Republic. So... There's got to be issues there in terms of some of their team won't want to go. There's probably some sort of governmental pressures as well, because I remember seeing things in the past about businesses that wanted to leave Russia to continue in doing things, getting pressure on them from within Russia, as in they're looking like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they turn the back on the country, whatever that word is. Um, and like... That makes me wonder what their their talent levels are like. Obviously, I won't second guess that until I won't play it. I'll listen to what Bibby says when he finally plays it in 2027 or wherever it is. Um, but hopefully, they still are finding talented people and not just a case of the move to the Czech Republic. And they are tarred and feathered by both sides. They're a Russian company nobody wants to work with. They're a Russian company that's left Russia, so Russia doesn't want to work with. Hopefully they don't just kind of go, anyone that can half develop can come in and, and make a game, yeah. and we don't end up with that patchwork quilt. Hopefully we do end up with, there's lots of Polish and Polish uh, jokes in the chat, by the way, because, it, you know, same words, same, same, different Polish, Polish. <laughs> Hopefully they, they don't just end up with something that was just po Polishing over the cracks. Or technically the Czech, Czech Republican over the cracks. do 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 you get what I'm saying um, so yeah, hopefully it works out something decent at the end of it because first game lived on long in the hearts of minds of of I'm pointing a bit there by the way lots of people um, so hopefully this one does too uh, is FIFA 23 early access today or tomorrow it's it's available in full isn't it now or is it available in full just in early access for those that are like pre-ordered mm -hmm. and stuff but in if you're in New Zealand wink wink I know that it's available now, wink, wink. If you're in New Zealand, wink, wink. I don't know if that's like full or not. Nice. Um, unpatriotic. No, it's, what's, when you when you actively do something that turns you back on, on your country, there's a word for it. I think it begins with H. You might not be a H. It might be T, whatever. Um, it, that's the word I was thinking of. Like, yeah, so people that have left Russia to continue working elsewhere have been... Treason. Yeah, treason. That's the word. Like... Uh, 
Yeah, tri- yeah, yeah, nice. See, Smith and Bibbit, let's go, boys. Uh, so, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically traitorous as well, yeah. Actually, I think traitorous was was actually the word. So I'll let you all have it. You all get five points each for Gryffindor. Let's go. Traitorous, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of us are just thesauruses at this point. Nice. So, yeah, that's it. I only stream so you guys can tell me words that my brain can't figure out. It knows it's there, but it can't quite figure it out. It's just behind a wall. It needs someone to have a look around and tell me what it is. Yeah, traitors, treason, whatever it is, those... That's essentially what it is uh, for a lot of people in Russia. There's all sorts of things where you'll, you've seen across the worlds of sports and, and so on. So if they can do it with global sporting stars, then a couple of developers working on a game that was never AAA or mainstream to the point of a Call of Duty or anything like that, well, those guys, the fact that they've even looked at leaving Russia to make a game is quite quite a risk. So you can imagine a lot of their staff are just going to go, fuck that, nope, we'll just stay here because I don't want to get hunted down. So, Tyrannosaurus. Yes, Nietzsche, that's the word. They were Tyrannosaurus, but they are no longer Tyrannosaurus now. So, <laughs> oh, okay, moving ahead. Um, what are we on? Oh, I need to pick up the pace a little bit. Okay, GTA 6 is our next stu- uh, news story. This is this is just a, a little bit of a recap for the story that we've been covering over the last two weeks or so. Andy Robertson at VGC has this. And a GTA 6 hack, an update. UK police have confirmed that they've charged a teenager, link- a teenager linked with the breach. The 17-year-old was reportedly also involved in a cyber attack on Uber and others. So UK police have confirmed they've charged a teenager arrested on suspicion of hacking, which, according to a report, is related to the recent GTA 6 and Uber data breach. City of London police said on Saturday that a 17-year-old who was arrested in Oxfordshire on Tuesday had now been charged with two counts of breach of bail conditions and two counts of computer misuse. He will appear at Highbury Corner Youth Court on Saturday, September the 24th. That was obviously two days ago. Whilst police have not commented on if the arrest is related to this month's Rockstar Games data breach, journalist Matthew Keyes cited sources that the teenager in question, who was reportedly just known as AK because of his age, was arrested arrested in relation to that attack along with another on Uber. The teen is said to associate with a group called Lapsus and was allegedly arrested earlier this year for hacking Microsoft and NVIDIA. Uh, do you know, we don't need really to go through all the details of what he has or hasn't been arrested for or done previously. We've covered all of that sort of stuff. I think the summary is we got him. Yeah, the kid is smart. That's the summary, mate. No, if people aren't employing him, some of the biggest companies in the world, when he's older, to stop this from happening to them and paying him whatever he wants, I feel like that's a, that's he's not reached his foot. He's not reached his full potential. <laughs> like, I a hundred percent think that. It, well, we've seen it before where people have ended up hiring people who've ended up breaching their perimeters, whether or not it's social security or whether it's just your local bank or just a, a building. If people can manage to infiltrate your security measures reverse engineer it and then use it against anybody else like that should be the first part of call this guy is so smart at 17 years old that he could protect your business fucking get him in because he knows how to get in he won't be the only person that knows how to get in but he might just be able to help stop somebody else from doing it unless there is someone even smarter than him that then you kind of bumping heads at that point but yeah, yeah it's, it's i mean situation dude's shit house but but yeah, he's fucking. He, he, we're talking. I'm talking about GeoHots. Does anyone remember George Hots? GeoHots, who was the person that um, jailbroke the PS3. He was the person that jailbroke the iPhone uh, and a bunch of other stuff. And he was a similar sort of age range, eighteen to the uh, sixteen to twenty-one ish ballpark. Um, and me and actually having a conversation about how GeoHots was doing it to to give it to the people. 
Um, like, hey, here's how you jailbreak your phone so you can do what you want with it. Here's how you can jailbreak your PS3 so you can do mm-hmm. what you want with it. Whereas this guy's doing it to take businesses down and, and share stories and stuff ahead of time and, and all sorts of stuff. So there's different motives. Same outcome, though. They are both defrauding a company of of thousands in terms of security breaches, in terms of fines, in terms of sharing information that's not meant to be out. Um, Geohots was then implied, employed maybe by Apple as well, but he was definitely employed by Sony down the line to help with security for PlayStation consoles. Um, so yeah, 17-year-old AK has definitely got himself arrested and a criminal record, but also will earn himself probably more money than he fucking ever uh, needs to now off the back of this because he will get some form of security jobs, guaranteed, guaranteed. Cybersecurity jobs, even that is not security jobs. I mean, he could do, he could work for security costs under the doors. Not tonight, love. Yeah, you're not coming in. He <laughs> might not, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a shame. I, I always hope that people like this don't get that because, I mean, he's 17 years old. He's got a lot, he's got a lot to learn. And obviously, society says, preaches forgiveness and becoming a better person and, 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 paying your time for the crime and then you're good to go again but sometimes paying your time for the crime doing this something as as monumental as just this gta leak will live on forever so this will live on for all time um and having that as your reputation will live on forever so that will get him doors open when it comes to cybersecurity. so he will do the time but it won't get rid of the benefits that comes from doing that time so it's it's kind of bittersweet it's good to see that that could be used for the positive, but this guy's going to set his his career up off the back of this, which is which is also a shame. Fucker! Uh, what the fuck? Uh, Graham's doing a crossword, really, and not the scoop. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, actually, I need a word that that that. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna get smart and I was gonna put in some sort of penis reference then, but I'll just say penis. There we go. We can move on. We can leave it there. Uh, Nietzsche is the Alan Davis of ICU QI. Q I C U. <laughs> I'm laughing a little bit there so I can linger a little bit longer because I'm pretty sure I had the QI uh, sound effect in here. There we go. Yeah, let's go. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, I don't get the reference. <laughs> Bold Park, sign me up. I don't know what that means. Also, I missed something before when you were talking about Nadia. Um, so they had... No, that's Warzone bits. Uh, COD streamer who posts on TikTok about how she shits on everyone and they can't take being shit on by a girl gamer who could be better than everyone else. But she went to the LAN and was absolute dog shit and got lulled. Is that pulled by Activision? She was that bad that they took her off? <laughs> Imagine. Wow. Oh. Uh, search for TikTok Nadia. Best girl COD gamer. Nope. I don't think I will. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the internet, isn't it? You fake it till you make it. And sometimes you've got to make it in person where you can't really fake it. Oh, she's going with a cast on. I can't play because my hand is in a cast. <laughs> Mate, was, wasn't your arm broken last time? Dif- different break, different hand. You know, same, same, but different. Nice. Um, like that guy, guy Leo played in that film ended up working for the FBI. The digital catch me if you get... Ah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the... Um... Yeah, yeah, he was like a fraudster kind of... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shithouse, shithouse, mate. Uh, anyway, let's move ahead. We've got two more stories we'll quick, uh, quickly fly through. This one from Andy Robinson at VGC says, YouTuber gets their hands on a PS5 dev kit, offers in-depth look. Sony has historically been very secretive about its development machines. 
Do you know what? I've seen one of these in person. Touched one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so a YouTuber has offered the most in-depth look yet seen by the public at a PlayStation 5 dev kit. Macho Nacho Productions, which is not to be confused with Nacho Gaming Productions, that's something completely different, <laughs> uh, managed to get his hands on one of the elusive devices which developer agreements have so far kept out of the public eye. Beyond patent diagrams and the occasional blurry photograph in the video embedded below, presenter Tito Perez does not specify how he acquired the development kit, but offers a close-up view of its unique design and inputs. Uh, unfortunately, this particular kit does not appear to have been activated, something developers must do regularly in order to keep uh, their dev consoles active. That means Perez is only able to show a familiar menu system and can't boot anything up. However, he is able to offer an in-depth look at the dev kit's design, which is radically different from retail machine and includes various additional ports and buttons. Sony and other platform holders have historically been very secretive about their development consoles, which usually aren't allowed to leave studio premises or be photographed. Last year, a, PS, a pair of PS5 dev kits appeared on eBay and the listings didn't last more, uh, last for more than a few hours before they were removed. A new iteration, uh, iteration of the PS5 was released in Australia last month, which reportedly makes the console lighter. Uh, okay, you get, you can see three different versions of the PS5. One, two, three. Nice. Um, apparently, they're working on a D version as well. Would you like to take the D, bib? What are your thoughts? Uh, absolutely. Um, I, I think this obviously is a cool bit of kit. You do have to keep them active, and it obviously states that in this article as well. But I'd love this to get into the hands of someone like Spawnwave or MVG or someone like that who, I mean, MVG, I think, still works as a dev in some capacity. So you'll be able to give the full dev breakdown of it. I mean, I don't really know who Macho Nacho is, whether or not he's got experience of using these kind of things before. He probably has, which is why he's ended up stumbling across one. Um I wanna we don't we don't get to see that part of it. Obviously we're not devs. Um, but we I'd love to be able to see the a full deep down of what these are capable of or how people use them in the first place, because I've never known how people use a dev kit. So something as powerful as this, I'd love to see what the what that screen is that you can see on it. Like obviously that's a debugging menu, but I wanna know more. I love stuff like this. It's uh for those that haven't seen it, it's a pizza warmer. Um, so yeah, it's just a standard PS5 yeah. that warms pizza slices as well uh, if you <laughs> haven't seen it do yourself a favour google it enjoy nice uh, Macho Nacho is a console nerd does a lot of YouTube videos and everything got some really obscure stuff uh, yeah nice. this is, it's, it's an interesting one like I always find it weird where someone sells a PS5 dev kit or when someone buys a PS5 dev kit. Because it's like when you'll see those like content creators. I mean, I know why someone's bought it. For content. There is no other reason that someone has bought a PS5 dev kit. For those that don't know how a PS5 dev kit works, like Bibi mentioned, like the article mentioned, you have to keep it up to date. You don't go, oh, well, there's my PlayStation. Turn it on and log in. Ta-da! You have to... How, how, how can I say this in a way that doesn't say too much you, you you basically have to activate a license let's put it that way that's that's fine um you have to activate a license to be able to use that game and those licenses on older console dev kits used to be longer on newer consoles i believe they are shorter so whether that's a matter of weeks or a couple of months or maybe a month or whatever it is basically you log on and it's like okay you can use this console for the next 30 days nice uh okay and then after 30 days you have to get your next license and you get that license by being someone at Bethesda or someone at EA or someone at Microsoft or someone that are, are these approved partners and that license gets sent to your console which uh, is sent directly to your account which they can track so if you're doing something with that dev kit in, in different places and so on they know what accounts downloaded it where and all that sort of stuff so for someone to buy 
a dev kit off of eBay, you are literally buying it to have as a product that you can keep on a shelf or a product yeah. that you can show in a video and not really do anything with, which is exactly what this uh, uh, macho nacho person has done. There's not much that that person can do with this. It still is cool for people outside of um, the video games industry to be able to see the, the cool components that people are working with mm -hmm. behind the scenes, and that that is it. I say cool. It does look does look a little bit odd still. Like you look at, I mean, the PS5 yeah. looks looks odd to begin with, but look at that. It's odd in comparison. It looks like the someone's described the PS5 and then built it from memory, but someone's described it from the 80s. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Your nan would have had this on the side. This is this is a VCR sort of kind of level of stuff. It this does is look... my new air fryer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> just, just needs a basket that you put in on the top of it. Jobs are good. Absolutely. So, yeah. this it's, it's cool to see. It's cool to get a little bit more of a deep dive into it. It, it is just a... Okay, well, we, we have seen. We have had confirmations on what they look like in the past. Uh but hey, there you go. Um, uh, I saw the video. He doesn't go that deep into it. Hey, hey, not that video, David. That's a different video. Excuse we'll me. Save that for the Discord. Thank you. Uh, Macho Nacho is a console nerd. Does a lot of YouTube video and everything. Got some really obscure, obscure stuff. He mainly does hacked systems and mods, all hardware stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so that sounds like the type of channel that would invest in this. You'll get someone that will be like, we shared something. I might have even been on the scoop. We might have covered it on the scoop. Did we cover it at the scoop last week that had a PS2 in a handheld console? Or was that something else that I saw? Someone had basically uh, um, modded a PS2 to be in a PSP shape. Um, and oh no, maybe something that was something that David shared. Maybe it was something David shared instead. And I think it was something David shared. Basically, if you go to like your AliExpresses or DH gates or something like that, you can request someone. I mentioned it and sent you a video. That's what it was. You can request that someone takes a PS2 breaks it apart, puts all the components into a PSP and then sends it back to you. But it costs you like four to $500 to do that. Um, so it's a lot of money. I mean, obviously you've got a custom built, custom 3D printed case that holds all of the components and stuff in, LCD screen and stuff like that. But if you're getting some content back for it, not many people are going to spend that much money on it. It's the same thing with the PS5 <laughs> dev kit. You're not really going to get much back for it unless you get content out of it. So yeah. Um, I've seen the Sega Dreamcast handheld. It's a chunky bite. I mean, the PS2 one was actually just like holding on to a PSP or a PS Vita from looking at it. They've managed to get it squashed right down. Obviously, I imagine they've swapped out loads of the older, chunkier parts for newer, slimline parts that where they where they need to to make it smaller and so on. But yeah, nice. Just having an actual PS2 on the go rather than just uh, emulated into it. Oof, nice. Okay, one more story. Sticking with YouTubers, we'll go to this last story. We won't spend long on it, but Tom Ivan at VGC has the details that popular YouTuber Dunkey is launching a game publisher. I'm sick of sitting on the sidelines. The content creator says he wants to use his reach to help bring the best indie games to market. Popular content creator Jason Gastro, better known as Video Game Dunkey, or just Dunkey, has announced that he's launching a game publisher called Big Mode. Speaking in announcement video, Gastro said he was sick of watching from the sidelines and believes he'll be able to use his reach and experience critiquing video games to help bring promising indie titles to market. It's basically Dr. Disrespect of the indie world. Yeah. God damn. The second time. Not the two times, it's just the second time. Okay, however, many industry pundits and developers have questioned his qualifications for running a game development company and suggested that Dunkey's announcement is reductive to the work that goes into a modern publishing business. Gastro, who founded Big Mode with his wife, Leah, has over 7 million subscribers to his YouTube channel, Video Game Dunkey, and more than 1.3 million Twitter followers. I've been on YouTube for 11 years now, and one of the core themes of my channel has always been slam dunk soulless cash grabs into the garbage can and lift up and praise the truly inspired works of art 
in this medium, he said. For years and years and years, I have always sought out the very best indie games out there and have tried to do them justice, put, uh, putting millions of eyes on, on the games that actually deserve attention. He added, a lot of games out there understand how to emulate the look of your favourite games, but don't deliver where it actually counts. Many of the true games out there are being drowned out in a sea of mediocrity. You need someone who can help you be seen. I want Big Mode to act as my seal of approval, which is something that I do not want to apply lightly. I am looking for a creative control. I am not looking for creative control over your games, but I do want to be involved. I'm sick of sitting on the sidelines waiting for great games to appear. Now I want to get in there and help make it happen. Uh, end quote. Gastro claimed his company had put a lot of effort into making, quote, the most developer-friendly contracts possible, uh, end quote, by the way, and argued that he would bring insane value to the table. Following Big Mode's announcement, some reacted with scepticism and questioned whether Dunkey had the right credentials to lead a video game publisher. Some even questioned whether the announcement itself was a joke. We'll stop there for a second. I might jump back in afterwards. I'm always, I'm always open to the idea of someone from content getting involved in video game production because there's always there's always an angle that video game developers are elitist they know what to do um and the the content side of people don't however this is exactly the opposite of that so hearing yeah. the article at first some uh, a content person wants to help get involved with video game development sounds good to me but then as you're going through it how how elitist is the way that he was speaking about so many mediocre games out there? I want my seal of approval. <laughs> is it? Sounds like he wants his games to be uh, top of the tree. That's great. That's wonderful. That's exceptional. You've made it as a su uh, successful YouTuber, but does your 7 million subs mean you know exactly what I want on video games? Anyway, babe, what are your thoughts? You see, I'm taking a, a slightly different stance on this. I know, obviously, this person obviously wants the games to have his seal of approval on because clearly you'll play a lot of indie games and stuff like that. But how many how many emails do we get from Super Indie every single day with a brand new game that's coming out and they want you to be able to play it? Whereas I'm counting at least four. We get four emails in the ICU inbox every single day from Super Indie advertising a new game that's coming out. From my perspective, I think what he's trying to do is there's so many indie games that come out that deserve people's attention that might get shown at the likes of EGX and stuff, but don't have the social media platform for their game to be front and center. Like again, it was a video game documentary, and I cannot remember what what the name of it was called, but it's of uh, a, a group of people. There's two of them that there was making Fez and Super Meat Boy. And they was desperate to have that game launched and be on the Xbox Live Arcade home screen. But way back on the 360, like if you ain't, if you if you're not on there, you'll get lost in the sea of. And this is before like Twitter and stuff. If you aren't on the homepage there for people to be able to see it, no one's seeing that game. No one's finding it. No one's. No one even know it exists. And I feel like this is what this gentleman is trying to do. He's go. Do you know what? There's so many games out there that I feel deserve some love aren't getting the love however if i rubber if i rubber stamp them with, with my recommendation with my eight million subs that are able to come and have a look at this game that it might just be able to break through from being an indie game to a very popular game like imagine among us for instance that became popular because streamers during lockdown high profile streamers that have a hundred thousand people watching their content either live or millions later on if they were to make a video on it they brought that game from obscurity into the public domain and it's still thriving now. So I imagine that's the kind of path that he wants to be able to take. These games, there's so many of them out there, I feel deserves 
the love and attention, but they're not quite getting it because they might not have a social media team behind it. They might not know what they're doing. They're really good at programming, but they don't know how to sell the product. I feel like that's what he's trying to be the go-between. Yeah, I'm, I just don't like the way he's, he's gone about it. So he's it's, it's saying these indie games, they need some love. And I feel like it's, no, these these video games need my love is the way I'm reading all of that. Um, I, I've got a YouTube channel with 7 million. I've got 1.3 million on, on Twitter. I'm making uh, this developer to, um, this publisher to help developers that are making the good games to sift through all of the mediocrity and, and so on. So he's basically, he's making decisions on which games are shit for you which is what publishers do anyway, basically. If something sounds very good, a publisher's not going to go, okay, we'll, we'll sell, uh, sell your game because they're just going to lose money. So that's not anything new, selling the games, but it's just the, it's, it's the way that he's clearly implanting his brand on lots of that. Um, uh, let's see if I can find the, the Indie clip. game, that's it. Indie game, the movie. That was the one. Um, Fantastic. If you've never seen it, definitely give that a watch. It'll give you a, a good insight into... <sighs> The trials and tribulations that most of these devs will have to go through, and like how heartbreaking it is to have two years, three years, four years of their time every single day being put into this, and then it not quite yeah. breaking through. Like it's it's like musicians, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They'll spend all the time doing all the craft to no one ever hearing that song apart from your friends and family that you'll end up sharing it on Facebook or on SoundCloud. Like it must be a massive kick in the teeth. It's just right place, right time. Or someone just manages to find your cane. Like, it's so difficult. Friday. <laughs> Free game. Friday. Yeah. Che- cheers for that, babe. Nice. Uh, yeah, my issue, though, is like, this is it. This is the paragraph. So, um, many of the true games out there are being drowned in a sea of mediocrity. So, because he doesn't like the games, um, he feels, okay, there's, there's a lot of shit games out there. So, he's going to single-handedly change the entire industry. Uh, I... That's a key thing now. I want Big Mod to act as my seal of approval, which is something that I do not want to apply lightly. I am not looking for creative control of your games, but I do want to be involved. I'm sick of sitting on the sidelines waiting for great games to appear. Now, I want to get in there and help make it happen. It's a very one-person-centric. We've found out that some of the best video games... Um, are made by committees. Obviously, some of the best video games are made by one person's pure vision. But now we're getting all these different video games that are made by one person, effectively. Or by two people, because you'll get the one-man developer, and then you'll get Donkey going, actually, this is how I think it is. But Mike Bithell has made some great games by himself, but but he doesn't make every game. He, he didn't make his games and Among Us and, and the other ones out there. So I, I don't know. The fact that this guy wants to get in, and it like, what did you say? Uh, there was a bit where it, it was something about... It is very Jeff Keighley, but Jeff Keighley is like one of the most marketable people in the world, and he knows very well how to do it. Produced by Jeff Keighley, directed by Jeff Keighley, written by Jeff Keighley, a video trailer made by Jeff Keighley, a thumbnail for this presentation made by Jeff Keighley. Yeah, but there's, very good there's only one Jeff Keighley. There, yeah. there is many, many publishers that are much, much bigger than Video Game Donkey or Just Donkey. He's got 7 million on, on YouTube, which is, which is no small feat. But that's not massive, like compared to what the reach that a lot of global publishers out there will have. Uh, and he's imagine only... if every single one of his subscribers ended up watching a particular video on a game that he's creating. That's still seven million people that might not have ever known that that game was coming out. Uh, they, they would get that from other publishers, but the other publishers be? won't be going. Actually, I want to get involved and tell you how you can make your game. 
uh, other publishers. You'll end up getting 10 grand for the promotion. <laughs> That's essentially what this is. He's, he obviously wants to be the publisher that could be able to get as much money from it as he can. It's the grind. I appreciate that. Um, Still not the I right thing for the games in the end, though. If he, if he's if it's about him getting ten grand at the end of it, then that's about him getting paid, and it's not about him making games. Then, and that's what the whole thing of it is about. It's about he wants good games to come to the table, but he's saying that he has the secret sauce that all these other developers in this sea of mediocrity can't bring to the table, but he knows how to unlock uh, the potential. And just having 7 million YouTube subscribers is not going to do that. 7 million YouTube subscribers on Video Game Dunkey, that's not even big mode. So I, I reckon that'll be a something else in terms yeah. of, okay, if you want us to publish your game, yeah, that's fine. We'll take, I don't know, we'll do it on percentages. I'll, I'll take 10% of your business at the end. If you want us to publish your game and feature it on YouTube uh, Video Game Dunkey channel, uh, then yeah, yeah, we want 40% of your game. And I think that's where it starts to come in there in terms of... Also, if you want to be on any of this stuff, not only do I want to take 10% of your game, but I actually... Do you know that thing that you've spent three hours a day every day building up that, that initial concept that you can bring to uh, publishers to try and pitch for the idea of them carrying your game? Yeah, well, I actually don't like that bit. You know, the bit that you really like that you've had months and months and months building. I want to change that bit. So can we just change all of this bit? And it's just like, I don't like it. Publishers getting involved in the development side of thing is not where I feel it feel it should be a publishment uh, if you, unless you're a publisher developer and it's all part of the same package fine if you're just coming as a publisher because you can add exposure uh, 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 uh exposure gif here by the way um then i don't feel like you should be sticking your fingers on a screwdriver and going and changing any uh the screws in the build for me uh, <laughs> i need to know more yeah i don't from from that spiel of him going through that thing it sounds bad to me it sounds some guy who can do content overstretching because he knows how to make a video game. I mean, the, the, there is... Do you know, we'll put the link into the article. I won't jump back into the other bits. There's some balanced for and against this stuff in this article. You don't have to be for or against. You can be both. Um, but there's, there's some good clips in there from the likes of Danny O'Dwyer. And, and it basically kind of said the same thing there. I'll, I'll read you that one. We've got to drop the knife shtick that having opinions on games is a qualification for understanding just about anything about development. It also raises many ethics questions, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now. I won't read the rest of it. That's the good thing. Give them the benefit of the doubt for now. We'll see what happens. On the surface, it doesn't sound very great to me. It sounds like the, th the thing with the doctor disrespect is the doc didn't just come in and go, I'm going to publish games. I'm going to develop games. I'm going to do it all single-handedly. He went out and he got 402, and he got people from the uh, the Halo worlds and stuff to come in and oversee the development and to do most of the publishing bits. And he gets on, he gets along with a little bit of the boost stuff at the end. And I would argue, from what I know about the doc, and I know very little about Dunkey, that he's been in development, so he probably knows a little bit more about this. And and yeah, this guy's got seven million subs which is a big, big number. The doc probably didn't even have seven at this point. He might he might do. I don't know. I don't know what he's got on <laughs> YouTube. Um, but the doc has a bigger reach than this guy does. So for across the table, for yeah. some, someone like the doc, I feel, is a better uh, overall example of someone that can amplify your game. I would, don't necessarily think he would be, be the right fit for most people either. Um, and I definitely wouldn't want someone that's as extremely as opinionated as the doc choosing what goes in and out of my games Whereas this guy feels like he's that's making he's put that as his tentpole maneuver is what I feel is what I want it to be. Basically, he's a penis. No, it's not, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. No, but yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It, there is an interesting. 
Like, you see all sorts of diversification. Like, I keep seeing adverts for Mr. Beast's burgers. Is that actually the Mr. Beast's brand? Like, the Sidemen have sides, which is like um, uh, Slim Chickens. You can get them on Uber Eats now. I think they're available in Manchester now because they were in London originally. Like yeah, that... there's one in Mosley up the road from well i say up the road it's like 15 minutes away from me there's a sides apparently they're actually really really good by the way i have uh, and i know yeah. I, I know I, that might seem spanish because i know a bunch of them and stuff but but apparently generally from people i don't know have reviewed them um uh, and i'm gonna say reviewed them this is from bibby's uh facebook group that he'd give me a link to i keep seeing pop up loads of people go yeah they're actually the shit it's some of the nicest chicken yeah. i've ever had 10 out of 10 me uh, do, you, do you use that same side uh, it's too far away for me. It just it's kind of irrelevant for me for most of it. So yeah, I, I look at it and go. Well, places like Droylsden, that'll be closer to you. Obviously, it's just inside. Well, it's towards the end of Thameside, but yeah, like there might be some places in there that are closer to you. But yes, yeah, it's, it's fucking people go mad for it around here. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's it. Feck donkey off. Just get yourself an advert inside the uh, the Thameside fast food reviews or whatever group. You're laughing. That's it. You've seen... There you go. There'll be at least 12 people that'll go out and buy you a game. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, granted, all I've heard about this is a third is third party at best, but he seems to be an egotistical prick. It might not be. Maybe that's part of his his confidence sell. I'm going to bring you 7 million. It's, it's, it's a sales pitch. If he was stood in front of you talking to you as a developer... That's what you're wanting to say. I've got 7 million. I've got success in the world of video game content creation. I've helped developers fine-tune their games. I know you want to make a game, and you're probably a one- or a two-man band. Uh, or woman band, you know. Uh, but <laughs> what you don't have is the financial impetus to push that game further. What you don't have is the reach to make that game expand. I can give you that, and I can help you. It's the fact that it's like... It's almost that, look, I'm going to bring you the reach and I know what will make your games good because I know what makes games shit. And if your game has any of that, it, it doesn't say I want, I'll take the reins on your development, but it was basically I want to be involved or something like that. And it's like, eh, you stay in your lane, mate. That's not what you do. I'm the developer. This is my game. You're publishing it. Stay in your lane. But then again, some people might want that. So like, like it said, we'll, we'll, we'll give the benefit of the doubt. We'll wait to see what, what it turns into. And on that bombshell, we're going to finish things up because we're overrunning. Thank you, everyone, that has stuck around the stream today. We appreciate you being here. Uh, this has been our first scoop of the week. Do join us tomorrow. We will have a live unboxing of sorts. We'll be live in the studio uh, with whatever is in our Logiplay box. So we did get a parcel sent to us from Logitech to celebrate Logiplay last week. If you didn't watch it yesterday, not yesterday, last week, uh, Wednesday evening, we did a live watch along before we jumped to Chasing Crates with Mates. There was a bunch of new items announced. We expect it's one of those. So do feel free to join us to figure out what it is. Nice! Uh, Fucking hell, size of this moth! I know, big old moth. I know, I agree, babe. Cheers for that info. Um, so yeah, before that happens, we're going to drop a raid on someone else. But before that happens... Mr. Bibby, is there what you want to add? Uh, yes, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop. We very much appreciate it, but if you want to help shape the remoining shows this week, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Rollers across all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our Discord. The link is in the description if you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, but only from you as the URL plus your first impressions week We'll then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, live from the studio. Graham Day. 10 a.m. Ish. Ish.
ish. We'll be in the studio at 10 a.m. ish tomorrow. Um, I can see it being not as late as it was today. Today we did have a call. Uh, tomorrow we have a call at a similar sort of time, but we're in the office, so, so we don't have as much flexibility after it. So basically, I could see it being an earlier than today's show, but we'll see. We'll see. 10 a.m.-ish. That's the best way to go. Uh, for now, though, stick around. We're going to drop a raid on one of our friends. We'll see who it is. You'll find out when we throw up the end slate. But uh, have yourselves a lovely day. <gasps> stay frosty! And stay frosty!